oh, hey, I'm going to, um, let's just start the show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, Great hey, job. you're going to what? Nothing. I'm not going to do anything. What were you going to do? Just talk normally. This is my normal speaking voice. What were you, I'm really curious. Sarah, how are you doing today? What's happening? The, what, nothing, why are you wearing that wig? Nothing's happening. Oh, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have brought up hair. I'm sorry. What? Why would you... Okay, <laughs> you're Bro, acting like I should I be just... offended. <laughs> well, because I know that you're not... You're not bald by choice. <laughs> okay, listen, we've brought this up before. Have we? I'm pretty sure we've talked about it sometimes. You, you go in for a little hair adjustment in your own accord. Maybe you're... You know, under the influence of something. I don't know. Wait, were you on something? I don't know. What? Maybe. What? Maybe a little tiny bit. I'm so confused. Are you accusing your barber of drugging you? No, I'm the, I'm the barber. And wait, hold on. You didn't you know I did. You gave yourself this? the bad haircut. You didn't know I did this. I thought you went to somebody and got a bad haircut. Oh, I was feeling so much more sympathy for you. Now I don't care anymore. No, I did this myself. You wait. You gave yourself the bad haircut. I. <laughs> I was trimming my hair, okay. just a trim, mm -hmm. and literally the uh, the the teeth. What is that? What you call? Yeah, the, the teeth of the clipper um, popped off, like while I was like mid stroke, <laughs> and so it became suddenly super super duper short, and it was oh. too late, and it was like just like in an instant, it became oh man a, pa a part of my head where there was just no hair, and I was like, fuck Damn. me. Um, so I had to... I had to shave it all. it all. Okay, all of this time, I thought you had gone to a barber and no, gotten a bad God. haircut and then had to shave your own Oof, head. That would be, be an awful barber. And now you see why I felt so bad for you this whole time, and now I just think it's funny that you gave yourself the worst haircut in the history of mankind. Because let me tell you, uh, I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, tried to just try and just trim the sides to be like, well, maybe no. I can just... Uh, and I'd let the, I feel like it's been a year that I've let my hair yeah. on top of my head you grow Yeah, you have a lot of hair. Your hair also grows it, very fast. It does. Like, I'm not concerned. There's definitely a couple days where I'm like, this is going to be a shock to people, and I need to, like, Ease wear a hat. It. Is it um, because I didn't recognize you that one time that you were bald? There was that time. <laughs> yeah, that did. I just had never seen you bald before. It was really <laughs> shocking to me. Yeah. Yeah. You're like a you're like an autumnal tree. I didn't recognize you without your leaves on. <laughs> I, I'm just laughing at the idea of recognizing a tree. <laughs> oh, like, sorry, do you not have tree friends? Well, just you know, they stay in the one spot, so I feel like what? that alone does it. <laughs> That's enough. I don't know. Now, if the trees were moving around and shit, you know, <laughs> then we'd be talking. Then it'd be like, yeah, I definitely like the tree on my block is gone, and now I cannot find it. I think it shed its leaves. <laughs> my my childhood oak has left the building. Yeah, hidden Ooh. tree too. Hidden tree. The trees have legs. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> um, listen, I've been listening to some backlog episodes. Yeah, and. Uh, I feel like I mumble a lot. <laughs> so Oh, it's so, not time to get self-critical. Is I it mean, the it's we've just turned 40 and now you're starting did. to feel self-critical. You're feeling like the prime of your years is over. It's a craigsistential midlife crisis. But let me tell you, that was bad. That was good. Let me tell you. It, this is just the prime of your life. It's just because society says that after you're 40 you can't be attractive anymore and it's not true, Talon. Okay. I'm still fuckable. We're still fuckable We're as a podcast. We're still as a po podcast. <laughs> Sorry. At a podcast, we are still fuckable. <laughs> Ooh. Even with that voice. Even with that 
What Adam did Sandler. you know to like it? Oh, don't you dare compare me to Adam Sandler. I will lose What if it's this to say that you're better than him? Good, that's fine. Is it just the, the comparison just, that's I upsetting? I hate him. Why do you hate We've Adam had Sandler? this conversation. We 100% have had this conversation. It's because he stole the plot of Click from me. Okay, fine. We're going to move on fine. because we've already had this conversation, which you should know right. if you were listening to the backlog of our conversations. I guess I haven't listened hard enough. No. Um, listen harder. Listen better. Listen faster. I will. Listen stronger. <laughs> doing? I'm interrupting you. Okay, great. You didn't notice that that's also a trend in all of our podcasts? Well, yeah, there's lots of notice uh, upon listening. Yeah. One, I mumble a lot. Two, um, if you sync up all the podcasts on once, there's a coded message. If you start... (gasps) Do you have to backwards? You have to make them all end at the same time code. So you have to to sort them all end Mm. first, and then listen to the beginning, and then the code is revealed. And I'm not going to say what that code is to our uh, eager listeners, so... Good luck. Are you going to give me any notes is what I was hoping for. I need Um, feedback. I can't just exist in a void. Okay, yeah. Well, let me... I did happen to take a couple notes. Let me just... Okay. um, First off, this this character of Sarah that you've created... Yeah? I'm just not sure how well they resonate with fans. Uh, I actually did a couple of focus groups, and, you know, what I heard is that um, they really, really relate to Tallinn. And his energy, um, but for some reason Sarah's is Sorry, not. Sorry, was the focus group just your mom? I am really, you know, the, the idea behind focus groups is you're not really supposed to reveal. I think reveal it was your identities. mom. Although I'm your mom does say. like me too, I think. Sure. So you know, it couldn't possibly be on my mom. So you know, don't even worry about who it was. The point is that the focus group unanimously decided that. They relate more. Can you tell to, me how big the sample size was? Uh, I'm really not at liberty to say or discuss the details of the focus group or groups. Maybe was multiple this before groups. or after you shaved your head? It uh, because I feel like you were going to resonate a lot less with people because you have less hair now. Well, you know this. This is all <laughs> recent episode data, so that episode took place before the the haircut. Before the shaving, can we um, call it the shaving? The shavening. Yes. Okay. The shavening. <laughs> So, yes, this is pre-shavening. Um, okay. I don't really see how that will make a big difference. It's, you can tell. I don't know if you I can know tell. you don't notice, but I think people can tell. Okay, but like audibly, you yes. can tell that I mm-hmm. have less hair. Yes. What is that? How, what, why? It's just less resonant. Okay, that tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we'll see what the, what, the, <laughs> what the data shows. I have a pretty good feeling that they're going to swing my way. Um, <sighs> not that it's anyone I'm you know related to or... Anything. Anyone that you can, like came out of or anything. And uh, no, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I would. Uh, that would be unfair and, uh, you know, not reliable data. I mean, so. I'm, okay. It's a blind experiment. Blind sample. Double blind. So, um, I cannot really confirm or deny whether or not it is double blind or even triple blind or even super not blind. But, <laughs> you know, this. There's a couple... Uh, can I get into the more yes, specific sorry, feedback? Yes, sorry, sorry, yes. So, uh, when the group... When the group was asked about what specifically <laughs> they didn't relate to... Okay. ...about the character of Sarah... Yes. Um, ...as played by you. Okay. Just making that clear. Uh, yes, I um, figured as much. They said that uh, they did not enjoy uh, her frequent comments about... Uh, Various animated ogres. Hey! Uh, I'm not... 
I'm That's just, a big part of who she is. Shoot it's a facet of her personality. Well, you know what? This focus group is trash. I, they're fired. Well, they had some criticism no, about the I'm, Tallinn character you know what? too. Tell me those. <laughs> I was okay. gonna say something else, but I'm intrigued now. What did they say about the Tallinn yeah, character? Yeah. So okay. Um, let me just flip through a couple. There's a lot of pages on the Sarah character. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Yeah. There's, sorry. There's a couple. Yeah. Uh, Wait. Is see. that one just a drawing of me with steam coming out of my ears? I don't know. That's data. Um. Here it is. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So, on one of the notes, uh, the criticism, you know, that was noted about the Tallinn character was that they felt that Tallinn felt too sexy and 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 sounded too attractive, which made it very hard to relate to. Wait. Let me see that. Let me see. No. This. No. Don't look. Don't look. Okay. All this says is that Tallinn's a handsome little man. So He's mama's think, handsome little man is all it says. You know. That doesn't. That is a pull quote from the group sample. It's this is from your mom, group. Tallinn. This isn't really... It says, love mom. It says... And there's, there's a food stain on right. here. Did she put this in your lunch bag? So listen. Um, the, Tallinn... This is a, vi a viable... Start the sample. podcast. It's a, okay, it's fine. <laughs> fine. We'll just... Sorry. You caught my eye in the grocery line Existential Crisis, a deep dive through the misconnection section of America's favorite list and a deeper dive into ourselves. I'm Tallinn. I'm Sarah. And if you didn't know, the misconnection section of Craigslist is like a place for personal ads about close, god damn it, oh, chance encounters. Gee. Not close, close sometimes encounters. Close. There's probably some alien shit. Close chance encounters. That writers didn't get a chance to act on, so they post them here in hopes of connecting. Yeah, welcome. Because we're, we're all just looking for connection. We're all looking for connection in this age. And you of, know what? We sorry, I cut you off. Uh, uh, coronavirus. Go on. Oh man, that now was it's too topical. topical. Now it's topical. Uh, just like how coronavirus spreads. <laughs> Anyways, um, speaking of connections that we made, uh, you should keep your ears out for a really uh, cool podcast that we guested on. Oh my god, um, yes. That episode will be coming out shortly. It's a podcast called Sue Pod Heroes. Um, it's that. really fun. We chat about uh, superhero movies. In our case, we watched Hancock. Oh man. Uh, which I got mixed up with Hitch originally. <laughs> because I think, because altogether it makes Hitchcock. Yeah. Which is an actual thing. But anyways, we watched Hancock. We talked to Alex and Jack, the um, host of that show, about that. So keep your eyes out for a Supod Heroes um, episode featuring us. Yeah. And then keep your eyes out in a couple of weeks. Uh, we've got a lot of exciting things coming up, actually. Uh, a lot. A lot. A in the lot. next couple of weeks, keep your ears out for the reverse crossover episode where mm. Alex and Jack are going to come on to this show. Y'all, it's going to be 
happen. It's, it's going to be I can't wild. Wait. We the 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 chemistry between the four of us is uh, electric. 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 Hella it's electric. Oh. <laughs> I would say it's hellish, Uh, hellishly electric. So keep an eye out for uh, that podcast episode that will be coming out in the next couple weeks. Yep, Two Bot Heroes. Check them out. Subscribe to them. Oh, I'm sorry. Why do we keep doing this to you today? I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm very interruptible today. No, you're not. You're important. No, it's fine. Please finish your sentence. I'm uh, yes, I mean subscribe to them. Keep an eye out for that episode coming up uh, real soon. Maybe you're someone who's just got a, a backlog of episodes in your uh, your phone, and hey, guess what? It's coming up next. It's coming up next. Nick, 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 Nickelodeon. We're gonna get sued. I I still say the way for us to get clouds. That's just how that song ends. Oh. Yeah, you're right. I remember yeah. now. Listen, another thing we do with these misconnections that we pull from the depths of the interweb is uh, cold read them for each other. So I found some for Sarah to read. Sarah's found some for me to read. And uh, we are reading them to each other for the for the first time. The first time. So uh, listen, I got a few. You got, you want to start? Yeah, sure. It okay. feels like the first time. This is a quick, 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 It quick feels word. like the very first time. New Year's girl, I keep thinking about your eyes. I really regret letting you get away both those times. I told you to get the cheese pie. <laughs> Maybe I read that last line a little bit more sinisterly wanna, than it was meant. Do you want to do a second read? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think it was perfect the way it was. It was fine, so. Also, did they run into them twice on the same New Year's, or is this a girl they only see on New Year's Eve? Excuse me, romantic movie in the making? Maybe, yeah. I really regret letting you get away both those times. I feel like that sounds like two different dates. So, okay. Um, yeah, like two different New Year's. Like ringing in 2019, ringing in 2020. Yeah. We've rung in both of those together. Yeah. ding a ding a ding a ding a dong <laughs> Yeah, if you listen to Supot Heroes, I actually tell a story about uh, the first New Year's we ever spent together, so mm. you should hop over that podcast and listen to it. Yeah, you should, because uh, we I don't remember it. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Wow, so this person, we think they, it's very likely that they were at two different New Year's outings, mm-hmm. and this person was there both these times, and both times... Saw this girl. Saw this... If that's not a sign, if that's not a sign that you're meant to be, I don't know what is. That is literally fate putting you in a situation where you are you are asked to kiss somebody (laughs) societally and then doing it twice in a row. Yeah. Uh, It's one thing to have it happen one year. What are the chances? Ah, ah, and then to think about that for a whole year. And then a year later, you get a second chance. Wow. How how often do you so literally get put into a second chance scenario where life's just like, hey. Remember that regret you have? Have a fucking do-over. Wow. The one that got away. Twice. Twice. Now, honestly, she got away twice. I think you blew it. <laughs> <laughs> also, you know, I can't believe uh, what I letting you get away. That's also a little scary. Is it? Like, I let you get away. Like, I don't know. The phrasing of that, that's, I think, that's why I read the last line so sinisterly. Because there is a little bit of, like... Mm. Letting you get away. I would like for you to read the whole thing again with a sinister tone. I keep thinking about your eyes. I really regret letting you get away both those times. I told you 
to get the cheese pie. Thank you. And that was inspired by Eddie Redmayne and uh, Jupiter Ascending. A movie we will never watch. Because <laughs> we tried. We tried and had to uh, stop halfway through. And you know Anyways. what? I wanted to finish it. Well, guess what? You can finish on your own. <laughs> but dump bum All right. So, so listen, now that you've read it like that. Um, Do you feel like it is sinister at all? You know what? Yes, I've done a full 180. Oh, a TikTok reference. Yeah, also I'm just a big Dua Lipa fan. Okay. Um, Less exciting. Well, <laughs> yes. But uh, now it just feels like a, uh, what do you call him? The shape? Uh, uh, the shape versus Jamie Lee Curtis's character in the movie Halloween type scenario. The, the, the mass killer is referred to as the shape. What? Not a lot of people know that. In, they just call him Michael Myers. Wait. He's the shape. In Halloween? Yes, the killer in Halloween is also referred to as the shape. Where the fuck did you read that? Was a, it on like cool movie facts by jakewho's13.net? No, it was actually .com. But, okay. Um, well, no. Wait, what? He's called the shape? This is known. This is known. It is not known. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say it is not known. And that, I, the only other people I can imagine having this same kind of relationship, it would be those two characters. Oh, that is true because he does come back on, again a, and again on a, a holiday. Again. On, on a holiday. holiday <laughs> over again every year. Uh huh. He lets her get away. She remains, except for that one movie where she died. The Halloween franchise is very fucking inconsistent. It's yeah. got like three universes. Well, yeah, they just named their main character something that nobody has ever heard of. There's literally two Halloweens and two Halloween twos. Like, it doesn't know. Wait, what? It is. what? Yeah, no, there was Halloween and then there was Halloween two and then there was. Uh, Halloween. Which one? What's this one, like season of the witch or something? I don't. Ooh, that's kind of spicy. Um, then there was like H two O, which was another. Wait, Halloween H two O was it a crossover with that Australian mermaid show where the girls, if they touch water, they get turned into mermaids? Yeah. That sounds like a good yeah. crossover. No, so there was a uh, yeah, it was a twenty years later. Is when oh, H twenty is what you're saying. I'm pretty sure. How old are you? <laughs> Two o. No. It's By the way, age twenty. I saw the year 2021 written the other, and today at work, and I'm just. It is a very visually unpleasing number. Number. I hate. After it. the pure glory that is 2020, which is. A two and a zero yeah. and a two and a zero. Not to say that this year hasn't been a mess, because let me tell you, it has been. I'm over but it. I'm over it already. But it looks nice on paper. At least aesthetically. There's symmetry. It's pleasing. Um, Yeah, so there was H20 or H20. <laughs> I'm pretty sure everyone called <laughs> I it I think it H2O. was H20, <laughs> but I'm going to go ahead and say it's H20. Then there was Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers, and Halloween 5, The Revenge of Michael See, Myers. See, they don't call it Revenge of the Shape, do they? No, it's fucking weird. You're right. They just, it's like, I think they tried to give him that name in the first movie, but but no one could remember it. Yeah. Who just wants to call the dude by his biblical name? The Shape is his biblical name now. What if, I mean, the Scream franchise doesn't work for this example, but what if, you know, I guess Freddy Krueger doesn't want to (laughs) either. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> Everyone what wants to call them by their their what God-given names. What if Candyman was just referred to by oh, name? Oh, his first name is Candy, his last name is Man. Fuck yeah. my butt. Okay. Oh, my. So what I'm trying to say is this is, uh, you're right, this is a letter from a serial killer to the person he's 
been hunting, Thank but you. can't live without the hunt. It's like a Joker-Batman relationship, you know? Yeah, and also an equally important question, do you think the cheese pie... What is the cheese pie? Okay, here's my question. I'm thinking it's pizza. That you know, people makes call the most pizza. sense. <laughs> but it, it also sounds dumb. It did take me a minute to process. <laughs> it's one thing, like a pizza pie. Sure, cheese pizza, sure. Slice of pie, great. Cheese pie? Uh, the shape? Don't uh. bring... That's not this <laughs> argument at all. It cheese is. pie? It is. A slice of cheese pie would be... Do you be... think Ed Sheeran's hit song, The Shape of You, is about Michael Myers? <laughs> You think, I'm in love with the shape of you. You push and pull like a magnet, too. That's what murderers do. You try to murder me every Halloween. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. How did we not see <laughs> How that? How did we not ever notice that? Wow. So, so weird. The shape of you. The shape of you. Let's and read another one. <laughs> um, I do have to apologize for the quality of these. Um, I looked them up at work, so I took a photograph uh, of my of, screen oh, no. at work. You're... A customer look, service nightmare. I had to look like I was working so I couldn't be on my phone screenshotting. Yeah. If not working in actuality, I should at least attempt to look like I'm working. I feel like Craigslist.com seems like the kind of website that's so basic that it should just come with a plug-in to disguise itself as any fucking any website Any other website. Yeah. Well, I like that it's kind of nondescript. I suppose. But is it, though? Because I feel like if people walk by you, they know exactly what you're looking at. No? Anyway. Um... <laughs> And you're going to need to uh, look at this phone to unlock it. Okay. Here we go. Wanderous, Portland. Hey, you. So, I'm guessing the whole sound healers thing didn't work out. Oh, well. I guess I should have seen it coming before I decided to drive all the way out here with you. Anywho, if you're still out there, and if you ever see this, I just want you to know, you still owe me $250. <laughs> Woof. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to piece this one together. Uh, I think it's pretty clear. I think somebody fell in love with a sound healer. So what is a sound healer? I'm assuming they use bells. Yikes. That's all I know. I That's mean, all I got, honestly. That very much reminds <laughs> The sentence in my brain was, that very much reminds me of my grandma's death. Um... <laughs> Please give me more. Uh, my my grandma was a very Buddhist, um, and so it was actually really cool. Like she was like mm. you know in hospice care, but sure, you know, sure. there'd be that like cool, a pair of Buddhist monks would come over and do this like chanting like thing with these bells. Ooh, um, it was pretty funny because we were just all standing in a room while that's happening for like I don't know ten whole minutes of just this chanting. It was like very cool. And then my grandma in full Vietnamese, which I don't speak, but um, one of my family, most of my family does. Mm -hmm. um, she was just like, I don't want to be rude, but what's happening? Oh. <laughs> I'm glad she said it. I mean, somebody yeah. had to ask. Yeah, so this is like really cool. <laughs> but Why, is this for me? Could I ask what's going on here? What is, um, what is, is somebody, this about? I think that guy owes me $250. <laughs> Is someone dying? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then you're just like, Grandma. Grandma. Go, Grandma. Go to sleep. Grandma. Go to sleep. Grandma, please. Grandma. Uh, so, yeah, when you say sound healer, I do picture that kind of thing. That sounds real. Or maybe they just, like, scream <laughs> at your joints. Yeah, scream therapy. Yeah. It's like red light therapy, but uh, the scream is, is, is the 
red light of sound waves. Yeah. Yeah. As we've all heard before. Right. Red light screams are the red lights of sound waves. Yeah, actually if you, human ears can't hear it, but whenever there's a red light at a at a stoplight, it's actually screaming. Oh, that's horrific. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I also like that they closed it out with a real uh, humdinger. Like, it's all very metaphysical. It's wondrous. You know, it just it has a good twist at the end when it's like, you know, we're in this metaphysical world that comes crashing down literal with, and you owe me $250. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I'm just here I, to say, whoever wrote this had a real sense of t- comedic timing. No, they're, they should be on this show. They... This sound healer guy comes to town and was like, I can heal you with sound, but we have to do it far away from here. You have to drive yourself there, and you have to pay me up front, <laughs> and it is a third of a thousand dollars. Oh, you think that the writer... Also, that was bad math. I'm not... It's a fourth of a thousand dollars. I'm... Wow, yeah, it's actually literal fourth. <laughs> I was just, like, exaggerating, but it was just right there, wasn't it? It was... <laughs> Wait, wait, that you were so be close. Sticky wicket. You were so close. What were you saying? <laughs> uh, before you did math really badly. Yep. Um, I didn't realize this is an interesting reading of it. I did not realize, uh, or I, I did not think that the person that is, writing uh, it was the one who was getting sound healed. I imagined that this was like the partner or, you know, possible love interest true. where they were like, I'm going to follow, you know, my love's got my, my partner, this person I have a crush on, whatever it is. Has like a real motivation and a real calling in life, yeah. so I'm gonna help him out by moving to Babe, Portland. I want to become Portland's best sound, sound healer, healer. But I just need a, a little bit of starter fund, you know. Just I gotta buy my first bell, and let me tell you, bells are bells are like, fucking expensive. expensive. Have you ever tried to buy a bell? Especially, no. let alone how many I need for my sound healing business. I'm thinking, meh, maybe a third of a thousand dollars. No, just, that's too much. Okay, a fourth of a thousand dollars. I mean, part of the reason to do it in Portland is no sales tax. Because if I was you know, doing this sound handling thing in New York. Oh my god! Oh my god! They would just get me with that nine percent. Those price gougers at Mike's Music, man. Just anyway. So I just need to borrow. Just just let me hold like two hundred and fifty dollars. And um, you know, when I go to my first retreat, uh, I'll make it all back, and I'll pay you back with interest. So. You know, the, the sound healing thing is pretty hot, so... It's pretty hot, so. at least in Portland. Um, I also anyway. like that this person is so bitter about... I, so I'm guessing the whole sound healer's thing didn't work out. <laughs> I got a question. Do you have a sound healer moment? Did you ever try something that real didn't work out, and you just kind of had to cut your losses and run? Uh, boy. Uh, this podcast. Hey, I'm I knew curious. you were going to say that, and you, you can't me say up, it. and I knocked it down. I just invested in a microphone that we can't use today, so you can't <laughs> quite yet. It looks great, though. It does look good. We have, I just want everyone to know that the visual that's going on right now is we have one working microphone between the two of us, usually. I invested in a microphone. We were so excited. I unwrapped it today. I checked it over earlier. I unwrapped it today. We got so ready. We were ready to each have our own microphone. Sound quality is going to go through the roof. Yep, 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 yep. And then yeah. it turns out they sent me the wrong cord at the microphone, so we can't use it today. So, Cliffhanger, if you think this podcast is good, but man, you wish it sounded better. Oh, it's coming, folks. It's coming. It's just coming. can't wait until each of us has a mic, and Tom can just selectively mute me whenever he wants to, because we're on different channels. Yeah, maybe different rooms. 
That's the only way for Rude. sure to make this work. Yeah, that's actually why we invested in microphones because we can see the big schism coming. Yeah. And we know there's going to be a big fight where we can't even be in the same room as each other. We're gouge each other's eyes out. So yeah, we're gonna have to record this like the circle. And it's all because Talon owes me two hundred fifty dollars. Well, have you ever done a had a thing? And you didn't like even that? answer my question. I'm trying. I'm honestly trying to think. Of like. Of an. I mean, I've definitely like embarked on projects that Ooh. got too. Ambitious. Uh, ambitious and didn't come. We've all been there. It doesn't like, feel good. It feels I regret it really so bad. bad. Like, honestly, like, I've been trying to make the same web series since, like, 2008, and I had it written. What's stopping you? Um, I don't know. I just tried it three times, and all the times it kind of fell apart, and it was like, well, this... Mm. This is a bad feeling. Yeah. Um, maybe I'll never write again. And that's kind of where I... Well, that's um, fun. No, I mean, I do, like... I still want to, but it's just like, ugh, definitely being burdened on something like that three times. But I didn't make anyone put money into it. That would be real bad. That, that would be, be uncomfortable. That would be worse. Um, I started a black market perfume business Was that when I was in middle school. What are you talking about? <laughs> So I would, <laughs> I don't remember where I got the, oh, there's this fun store called um, Tap Plastics near my house, uh -huh. and they sold all sorts of plastic goods that mm. you may need, uh, such as little tiny plastic bottles. Okay. Uh, so I bought a bunch of little tiny plastic bottles, and then I started making perfume from things, and by making perfume, I meant I would put water in bottles. And then mix different shape, like shave different soaps, and um, put different mixtures of soap shavings and things. Like to make you didn't them even go for liquid ways. soap; you went for hard. Oh, I went for hard soap, and then I wait for it to dissolve, and then I'd shake it really hard. That was the part where I was making it. Yes. Yes. And then I would oh. sell it. I would sell it at school, oh and I had a bit of a racket going. Uh huh. Uh, and then I ran out of little plastic bottles, and that's where the dream ended. Shit. Shit. <laughs> The demand was too but high. But I had like a whole station. I had like an eyedropper that I used and felt very of professional. Soap? Just, you know, to transfer one liquid to another <laughs> place. <laughs> and I had a whole like setup like with little little knives to shave things oh with. And like my whole desk was taken over by this perfumery. You were doing, you were like a little Walter White. I was like a little Walter White, but for perfume. Per for perfume. For children. And I'm sure it was all like vanilla and lavender and frosting. You know, um, uh, you know, the only closest thing I can think of is um, my uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm still thinking about this. Yeah, okay, so okay. My here we go. Big confession time. Uh -oh, uh, uh -oh. My college improv team, of which our ravioli woman Elena was the captain of. Uh, oh God, did you run a racket? No, but we did start like a GoFundMe to raise some money to go to. Uh, New York to Del Close Marathon. We mm. made our goal. It was great. And we had promised some rewards and we just never could deliver. And I don't think anyone cares. But like we were like, oh, you know, at this level you get a t-shirt. At this level you get a sticker. And like I designed these things and they just, we never could. We just never wow. could make it happen. If anyone um, wants to come collecting, you know what? write him his connection about Craigslist. I have Craig's so many <laughs> fucking regrets about it. It's like, ah, I just feel That's like such really a scam funny. artist. You are a scam we artist. We took their money and they, they enjoyed our content for years. 
And then our group immediately fell apart. (laughs) Love it. Oh, did it happen in New York? No, not in New York. Damn it. Only four out of nine of us, which is like way too fucking big for an improv group, were able to even go. I was in a 12-person improv group when I was in college. (sighs) It was fine. We got along great. Uh, It was one of the best experiences of my life. And we actually ran ran several very successful uh, Indiegogos. Okay, you know what? And we delivered all of our perks. So you can suck my ass. (laughs) Listen, we had a good... A good run. We had a great fundraiser show. You were that just should in be it for a perk money. enough. I think the perks were just also a little too ambitious. You know, it was yeah. like mugs, t-shirts, oh, stickers, God. And, yeah. and then, and then the internet was like, "Great, here you go." And we didn't. Okay, no. She just bought Goodwill mugs and Sharpie them, baby. No, how do we do a mug? How do you internet? How do you do mugs? How do you how do you do mugs? Do you know? How to, excuse me. Do you know how to make a, a mug? I'm going to report you to the... GoFundMe police? Bureau of Federal Investigations. You'll never find me. Because I've changed my voice. And my name, the Tallinn character, is now gone. He's disappeared. I am fucking Saul Goodman now. Wow. Anyway. Well, now you're just, instead of stealing money, you're just stealing character names. (laughs) Why? Does that exist? It doesn't it? I'm a big Breaking Bad fan, but I've never heard of the name Saul Goodman. Oh. It sounded real. I'm kidding. I, I'm stealing I've a never whole watched, premise. I've never watched Breaking Bad. I'm stealing a lot. And you know what? I keep getting away with it. You got me. Okay. <laughs> That's a Breaking Bad reference. Okay. Nobody wants that from you. I think people kind of want it. Hey, wait, wait. I got another one. I, I am don't the one care. who knocks. <laughs> I did my... it for me. Okay. I liked it. I deserve this. I was good at it. You cut me off and I deserve On the mountain. Striking blonde girl with light green eyes and positive vibes. You served my boyfriend and I at Fire on the Mountain. I remember when you brought me the food. I thought your eyes were so green and beautiful and felt myself blushing and smiling while I told you thanks because somehow I've become this socially awkward, lol. My boyfriend pointed you out and said you were beautiful and I thought it was funny, of course. It's the same person that made me blush because he's kind of like the guy version of me. Almost. Ha. Then when I walked up to the register, you said that I was really pretty and that I looked like a fairy, very sweet. Well, I thought you were mad cute and would love it if you responded to this if you happened to see it. We could get yummy eats slash go dancing slash make art. Cute face. Or go skydiving or something, lol. As a date or just as friends if you prefer because honestly I've been wanting to put myself out there and make some more friends since I no longer involved in a social circle. Come make art. Thanks for being a sweet being. Made my day, grinny face. I like that you do the face after you. Yeah, it's an integral part of reading. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm waiting. Yeah, that's all I had for you. Sorry. Okay, cool. I'll read yours now. And oh. no, I just read about reading. Uh, so, yeah. So, at first, I thought they were describing themselves when they said striking blonde girl with light green eyes and positive vibes. And I was like, there's okay. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of that but, uh, in the world, but not in this one. This one, we don't know what this person looks like. I'm going to assume they look like a fairy. I, I, what does a fairy look like? It's like a small elfish person. Like, they probably have, like, a bit of a, like, like a little, like, perked nose, nose. Okay. and little little ears. Okay. And wings. Yeah, and wings. And they, yeah. They fly. And they fly. That's an important part. And they uh, snatch children out of their cradles and leave bundles of sticks. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Uh-huh. Yep. And they, they convince people to make deals with the devil. Okay. And they still- have people eat food so that they're trapped in fairyland forever. And then sometimes they put back the people that they took to Fairyland and let them waste away with longing for the Fairyland. Okay. 
So all those things are probably true. Yeah. So okay. Yeah. But it's sounds... just his friends. She just wanted to know it as friends. It's I just, just want friends. something. I just want someone I can go skydiving with. You know, casually. Casual skydiving. Um, I, would you ever skydive with no. someone like as a first date? I would never skydive. Okay. Yeah. That's and this, fair. Our friend group went skydiving, and I said, "Absolutely not. The only way you'll get me out of plane is if you throw my dead corpse out of it." Um, I wanted to, but I was literally like, "Yeah, five pounds over the weight limit," and I was like. Mm, I'd rather not risk it. That's also <laughs> fucked up that they have a weight limit. There's a weight limit. It's like, like, I get it, but also, like, <laughs> there should be ways... I'm sure there are ways to adapt it. So I like mean... A person five pounds over the weight limit. But they this, could have, like, a stronger harness or something. Isn't this whole... This is Newton's whole thing. Like, well, we all fall at the same rate. <laughs> like, I mean... Yeah. They really... Newton would tell them that they're being fat-phobic bitches. <laughs> Newton would be like, you sons of assholes. I'm going to jump anyway. Yeah, he'd be like, how many times must I do this? And he brings the feather and the apple up in the plane. <laughs> hey, look at this. And he throws a feather, and then he just jumps without a parachute. <laughs> See, which one lands first? Um, yeah, so anyway, I just felt like uh, other things I might risk being like barely over whatever limit. But skydiving felt like yeah. maybe one I just don't want to uh, I think it was rip. an easy out. I'm going to be honest with you. I think it was an easy way to get oh, out of it. And also, terrifying. no judgment, because I will not ever. I, I genuinely want to. But I think I, more than that, I want to have had done it. Yes. I think the you whole process have of the badge. getting on the plane <laughs> and then, you know, willingly falling out of a plane <laughs> Take a lot. Yeah, it would never happen. To and me. and the whole way down, I'd be like, please don't die. I really would like to be on the ground safely. I hate every second that I am not currently on the ground. And then I'd be on the ground and be like, in retrospect, that was pretty cool. I don't think I would feel that. Every time <laughs> I've ever done something like that, I've been like, well, never again. Like when I went did that little cliff dive. Everyone's like, this is fun. And I just hate it. Like, there was never a moment where I was like, that was enjoyable. I hated it the entire time. Yeah. You know, Elena, who did go skydiving, uh, when she is reminded of it, I think she just has a mini adrenaline shock. Yeah. Like, it's not even, like, something that seems fun. (laughs) See, and there are lots of things that give me adrenaline shocks. Like, like being scared or, like, that sort of thing. Like, like going through haunted houses and stuff is like pleasurable. It's like fun, scary. Right. Skydiving is not fun, scary. Skydiving is is traumatizing, scary. Pretty scary, scary. It's scary, scary. It's hairy, scary. It's like you know, it's like the shape, scary. You know. <laughs> it's like uh, it's like swimming with sharks. It's like is that really it's something? Like, is that a situation you want to be in, or do you just want to say you lived through it? Uh, neither. Okay. Okay. Also, uh, I am very intrigued by that the little line at the end about how they no longer have a social circle. I no perhaps longer this have is a just my past trauma, but I'm like, I wonder what happened to them. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, like you yeah. know, like how did that friend circle implode? I want to know. Have you? I mean, listen, I am definitely <laughs> uh, someone who has been not ousted, but I've like I've willingly like left social. Have circles. you been ousted? No. Damn it. No. I was really hoping that you were lying about that and that you had been. I think I <laughs> I see myself as uh, as the Beyonce, always. Of every group. Every friend. Not every Damn. friend group, but certainly certain friend groups was like, you know what? I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know what? Now it's time to go. And that makes me sound like a jerk, sure. And you know what? I think rightfully so. I don't think I'm Beyonce anymore. Well, no, but I also but. think that you're allowed to only spend energy on the friends that you feel like you can spend energy on. And I think totally. I think that's like a big problem with today's world is that like everybody is so accessible and expects everyone else to be accessible all the time just because you can text anyone at any time. That's literally like, like something that has just like put me over the edge so enough it's to be nuts. like, I ne- literally never want to talk to you again. Yeah, and it's, it's like nuts. I'm not. I don't think I'm a mean person or a jerk, but sometimes it's just like I need boundaries. Some, some boundaries. I need some space. Yeah. And like literally, I've just had enough people like cross those boundaries. We're just like, yeah. Ah. 2019 was the year of boundaries for me. It was yeah. like all about like learning that boundaries are okay. Yeah, and like. It, learning about that, like, if people have boundaries with me, it doesn't mean they hate me. Mm-hmm. And it means that if I have boundaries with people, I can't expect, I can't control their reaction to it. Yeah. You know, like, if they're going to get mad, they're going to get mad no matter what. And I just no, have yeah. to have this boundary and be safe. I've had those so conversations. I, I am giving you shit about leaving your friend group, but I do support <laughs> you fully in leaving any friend group you feel I think like it's is more Listen, of a detriment. I think sometimes on this podcast, we have to get a little deeper than deep. That's the premise of the show. <laughs> So I'm fine with it. And give me shit. I Like, yeah, 19-year-old me probably deserves a lot of shit. I think he also got some shit he probably didn't deserve. Oh, absolutely. That's a different discussion. That's unrelated to what we're talking about. (laughs) 19-year-old all of us probably gave and got more shit than they deserved or needed. Um, I don't know that I've ever, I I don't know that I've ever, like, purposefully left a friend group. I've only let individual friendships fizzle. Mm. And I've also, like... I'm just, like, somebody who, like, wants to be friends with everybody all the time and, like, wants to be on the top of everybody's mind all the time and, like, like have a hard time letting friendships fizzle mm. even when I know they should. Mm. And I feel like that's, like, a big thing I've been working on this year. Yeah. Is, like, being... It's okay that, like, even though you were close at one time, it doesn't mean you have to be close forever. Like, it's okay to, like, let things yeah. get more distant. That's a tough, like, thing to, you know teach yourself especially when you're like you have these close friendships that are just like you know one of a kind like ah you'll never have this again and then it just like stops being that way and you like blame yourself or you're like i don't know something must be wrong because i don't know i didn't text them like a million times this year or something or even being like the reason we're breaking up like as friends isn't like because we hate each other is just because this isn't working anymore. Like, yeah. I think a lot of times, like, my brain works really black and white where it's, like, either we love each other or we hate each other. Like, either right. we're friends or we're not and there's a reason. Yeah. But, like, things can be way more gray than that. They can be, like, we were great friends and nothing bad happened. It's just yeah. not serving either of us anymore. Yeah. Or someone, like, moved or, like, you know, got involved with uh, other people. In Drugs. A, in a, <laughs> just started <laughs> Is what it doing sounded like you were going to say. Someone took a turn and, and you know, got away from the teachings of Jesus and and the Lord says nah none of that son it's also weird because like at your whole young life you are just put into friend groups you don't really have I mean you have some choice but like you're literally like everyone you meet is because you need people to do a thing with like (laughs) It's not like you seek out the person who's the best fit for you to hang out with. Sure, sure, You're sure, like, sure. well, literally, this kid is also starting first grade. So, and, you know, people Did have to Did you go to a K through eighth or no? Uh, God, my first, like, my kindergarten, I, like, moved. So I okay. went to a kindergarten and then I went to a different school for first grade. So I don't even remember what the first one was. But the school I went to first grade with also went all the way through 
sixth grade. Okay. Yeah. Because I went to a K through eight, and like I feel like that was a slightly different situation in that like yeah. we by the end of it were like brothers and sisters because we had known if, each other sure, for nine years sure. and spent all of their time together for nine years. And like I have really good friends, but that we I also met in first grade. Yeah, but I mean we also like because we were around each other all the time had the time time to kind of choose who we wanted to be friends with. Like I felt like friend groups and cliques kind of happened for purposeful reasons in my childhood but maybe not you know yeah. and obviously not the same way adult friendships sure. happen but i mean yeah it's very different either like obviously yeah as a kid you do grow up to the point where you start hanging yeah. around people you like <laughs> but uh yeah Some definitely realizing happened to me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just kidding ah, i'm kidding yeah I didn't force you to start this podcast. Um, but, you know, as an adult, it's definitely, like, I have a hard time, like, making friends. Even if I know, like, I like this person and would really enjoy hanging out with them. I had to, I started a fucking podcast with you to, like, hang out with you. Um, <laughs> and it worked! And it worked! But, like, literally, like... <laughs> so can like, one argue that it is a bad, a bad... Yeah, you're bad at it. I, I would say you're good at it. I mean, I can't start that trick... <laughs> A lot more times. <laughs> you can't. You only have so much time. So much and time. I would get jealous. <laughs> but, like, literally, like, I just, like, I have a hard time, like, getting to put myself in the same space with people I enjoy. Yeah. Without, like, it being a group project. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. It's so, yeah. I think a lot of, I, I will say that, like, I am extremely an extrovert, mm. but even having that, like, I'm, like, fun because I'm, like, an extrovert with social anxiety, so it's, like, a lot of yeah. weird, fun, and contesting feelings all the time in same, my brain. Same, And, like, I, I will say that, like, a lot of friendships that I've I've gotten as an adult and, like, have been, like, that have been, like, one-on-one -on -one friendships as opposed to, like, group friendships have been the other person being, like, we should hang out sometime and me being, like, oh, my God, I've wanted this, yes, instead yeah, of me being the one to, like, let's, it. like... Because it almost feels like dating. Like, it, it you know, does. it feels vulnerable. There's a weird vulnerable. pressure when you're, like, asking another person yeah. to hang out, like, yeah. one on one. Or maybe even not even one on one. But, like, when you were, like, you yeah. don't have a reason for it. Yes. Even, so. I mean, even us hanging out when we're not podcasting. So <laughs> we have to be, like, we should hang out when we're yeah. not podcasting. Yeah. yeah. And even that feels, like, kind of, like, scary. And even you know? when, like, we tried, I feel like podcasting still came up. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know. We can't not podcast talk. It's in um, our brains. Yeah, it totally does feel, in a weird way, like, like you're asking someone on a date. Totally. Well, I mean, because it's very similar. It's like you're putting yourself out there. You're, like, showing your hand because mm -hmm. you're, like, I like you. Yeah. And you're, you're <laughs> hoping that they reciprocate that. And it's, like, yeah. scary to admit somebody that they have power over you because you like them and you want to be near them and yeah. that gives them power over you. So, you know what? I'm coming around here. You're like, fuck yeah for this person. <laughs> just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You go know for what? it. Ask some random person you just kind of met to go skydiving with Hell you. yeah. I've fuck never yeah. been that person and I'm jealous of those Could people. you imagine if like your first interaction with someone was skydiving with them? I think you would actually be bonded for life. I think so too. Assuming you live, you would be bonded <laughs> for the rest of yeah. it. Yeah. If you're five pounds over the weight limit, don't just do it. Careful. Just don't. Get under that weight limit and find someone of equal weight. <laughs> and then do it. And then do it. Um, Because that is a scary thing. I do admire those people who can just like talk to anyone. It's or, nuts. It's nuts. Yeah. yeah. It's a skill. It's a weird thing. It's like you thing. don't care what people think about you all of the time every day of your life. How are you yeah. doing this? How are you? You don't know this person. Why are you talking to them like, like you're <laughs> their friend? What are you doing? Don't don't look at me. Don't try and put me in this conversation. Not interested. No. Yeah, like I really do. Like I know people who are just so good at that. Yeah. It's just like, 
I can't, I just, uh, that seems impossible to me. It does. And it seems so fun and quirky. Like, yeah. I wish my life was like that, and yeah. yet. And, like, they're... <laughs> I, I don't know. It's this thing we've evolved away from. And they're also, those are the people also, though, who get hurt a lot of times, too, or, like, have sure. weird interactions. And, like, not to, like, say it's their fault or anything, but, no, but like, because they are more vulnerable, yeah, they things do happen to them. Like, But also... But also they make friends. Also they make lots of friends. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. Anyway. <laughs> oh, my God. We've got time Oof. for, like, like one more... <laughs> Yeah, because we talked about adult friendship for so long. Uh, I got I got another one, and yeah, I don't know if it's one I want to end on. Do you have one? I have one to end on. Okay, great. So I got another one then uh, for you to read, and then we'll we'll close this bad boy. Ooh, this very very Craigsistential bad boy. Bad boy, bad boy. (laughs) (laughs) Baghdad Theater, Call of the Wild, two twenty nine. We sat next to each other in the movie theater during the matinee Call of the Wild. You were alone, and I was with my daughter, covering her eyes during the scary parts. You sat in your seat in an almost yoga-like pose, one I certainly could have never accomplished. You just had such a charming laugh. I wish I had said hello after the film, but I make a rule of not chatting up women I don't know when I'm with my daughter. Just thought I would send this out there into the great unknown. Well, can I just say, this man has boundaries and I appreciate it. (laughs) Or this person, this person has boundaries... Yeah. And I appreciate it. Yes. Because they have a boundary of they don't chat up strange women when they're with their daughter. Sure, that's a good one. That's, that's a, a boundary. That's a fine that's rule. That's a fine boundary. But they are also, they're the opposite of that fairy person we just talked about. They're not going to go up and strike up a conversation and ask them it's to true. go skydiving. And true. Could have been the love of their life, you know? I don't know how much I uh, am interested in somebody who went to go see Call, Call of the Wild. Wild. That also, and who laughed at it. It's like, this movie is hilarious. Harrison Ford and this CGI dog are just... A, a match m- made in heaven. <laughs> a, a modern day odd couple. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I have no interest in seeing that. Yeah. And you know what? Say Props it. to the, the VFX department. I know you tried. I know you probably got this job and was like, why don't they just do like a real dog? Most they And then they were like, no, oh, this is my job. They can afford Harrison Ford, but they can't get a, a stunt dog. A single dog actor. To be, is the dog that particular with the way it has to move its face? No. Let me tell you, they did Homeward Bound, and it was great. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a poor... Uh, uh, I don't know. They're really trying to give this dog personality with its face, uh, and dogs have that. They do. This guy in my lap sure does. He does. Um, I feel like if I were a dog actor, I would be fucking pissed. Dog actors on strike. Yeah, like I swear, I've been on fucking Broadway. <laughs> I I was in the I was in the Christmas Carol no Christmas Story on Broadway. Ran across <laughs> the street, had a whole thing. I was fucking an extra for years. You were fucking an extra. Yeah, to get this job. <laughs> And the perfect part, I've been waiting for this movie. I've been waiting for this. I was, I, I knew when it was on the blacklist three years ago, like, that's going to be me. Talked to my agent. And he said, don't worry, Henry, I'm going to get you that audition. You're going to get that job because you know what? You're the best dog for the part. And they go with a fucking computer graphic. They did. And it was played by a person, too. Played by Andy Serkis. Uh <laughs> It's wild looking. It's it's horrific. I just I can't do with all the CGI animals, I'll be honest. Yeah, CGI animals, I think historically just don't work. Don't work. They're usually a bad call. Mm-hmm. And Hollywood just doesn't learn. 
They love to blow the big bucks on the CGI. Somebody's got a cousin in CGI that they're like, we gotta throw some money Marty's way. At least if you're gonna go through the trouble, like make it Bugs Bunny or something instead. Like Get, make it hot at least. Give it tits. Give Come it on. Tits. Give it some booty shorts. Give it some booty shorts. <laughs> and Lola a sexy Bunny. Yeah. Yep. We're both thinking about Lola Bunny. Elaine and I just watched Space Jam again, and um it hurts still <laughs> to think about. <laughs> Because it's a movie, like, I definitely knew it wasn't going to be nearly as good as I remember Remembered it being. It being. I, but I just, it was on Netflix and it was so readily available and it was like, I don't know. I've if... never seen Space Jam. Ooh, I don't recommend starting now. <laughs> um, it is too late for you. Okay, I'm fine with that. It's, but you know what? Space Jam 2 is coming and they uh-huh. have... A lot of apologizing to do. <laughs> I'm very that's, excited. That's the tagline of Space Jam 2. We've got a lot of apologizing to do. This one will stay good. Oh my god. This one's not just for the kids. Um, so, listen. I know we're trying not to be judgmental, but y'all were at Call of the Wild. <laughs> Come on. I'm sorry. I also think it was weird that Baghdad Theater chose to show Call, Call of the, the Wild. Wild. All the movies. They have a very limited screen space. Yeah, it's like, I guess they couldn't have done, I don't know, Sonic the Hedgehog, because it was too close to the other movie they were showing that just got released, so... I, I mean, they make custom beverages for all their movies. Like, I would love a Sonic the Hedgehog-themed alcoholic beverage. I don't know what they're going to come up with. I, this drink is called CGI Dog, and it's just... <laughs> Cold, cold beer. And disappointing. It's it's this one is called uh, Harrison Ford not wanting to really be here, and it's just <laughs> an empty glass. And you bring your own out, and people will pay sixteen dollars for it. This one's just bottled water, and it's called Fuck. We couldn't think of a third drink. <laughs> I don't know what you want. Why are you here? We just please don't be here. It makes me have to be here. That's a really long name for a drink. Yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't think anyone would buy it. <laughs> and I had to fill up the, the uh, latter third of the chalkboard because I don't want to think of a fourth beverage. <laughs> so, everyone loses in this one, I guess. <laughs> I, I see now that you uh, gave that one because you had a soapbox for it. I guess so. Yeah. I mean, I didn't mean to. I, no, I think good. I picked it and I was like, I can't just go on a Call of the Wild rant. And then, maybe boy, it's, maybe it's you good. Did. Maybe, maybe it's, it's good. good. We don't know. Yeah. Hey, you should stick around after uh, the credits. We're going to read uh, one the last. Credits. Uh, the credits. <laughs> after. Uh, Nick we'll, Fury's going to show up and invite yes. us to be a part of the Avengers. It'll be a throwback. Mm. What are those called? End credit scene. Whatever. Yeah, end credit scene, throwback, same thing. <laughs> same thing. Uh, yeah. But stick around because we'll read one last uh, misconnection after all of these uh, messages. We also have some exciting things to read um, uh, from you all, so stick around for oh that as God, well. Oh my God, yes. Yeah. I'll get those up and ready. Um, but thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening to Craigslist Central Crisis. If you like what you hear, consider leaving us a rating and a review in the Apple Podcast app or wherever reviews happen. We got a couple of new reviews. Oh, so we're going to read one live on air right now. Well, yep. okay, here's the deal. Tallinn's going to read one live on air because he said he would do it and I it's never true. agreed this to it. This is the promise I made. Um, and I still think Sarah should be the one to read it, but this no, was the deal this we was made. the deal you made. And uh, if you left us a review and we're not reading it right now, we'll read it. We're definitely going to read it in future episodes. I'm sure we're not going (laughs) to get a rating per episode, so don't worry. But thank you so much for your ratings. We read them all and we really enjoy them. Uh, Again, if it's five stars, I will read it like this one below titled, Sarah is the love of my life. 
It's from uh, Teva. 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 Teva.o. Uh, hello, I would like to introduce myself. My name is Teva, and I am Sarah's work wife. I will not reveal where we work in case the soccer's out there try to get frisky. Unless Sarah has already revealed where she works, then whatever. This is besides the point. I love Sarah very much. She is the light of the office and the belle of the ball. Her bangs are never greasy, and she listens to my jokes all day long because she has no choice. I have been waiting a long time for this, and now must ask her a simple question. A single preposition. Sarah Delphine Thompson, will you marry me and be my true work wife? Please, God, let her say yes. I anxiously await the response, dutifully and always with love. Teva. 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 You Fuck. tried. You tried. You know what it is? Is that uh, I played Tevya in Fiddler on the Roof, and I'm just <laughs> mashing some letters together. You love to bring up that you were in Fiddler on the Roof. Yeah, it reminds me of the time I was in Fiddler on the Roof. Uh, what I played the starring role of it. I was the Fiddler's dad. Anyway... <laughs> I think we're all waiting on bated breath to hear America wants to know. Sarah Delphine Thompson, do you take Teva's hand in work, work marriage? marriage? I guess we'll have to tune in to the next episode and find oh, out. Oh, shit! <laughs> it's a cliffhanger! A cliffhanger, a marketer, through okay. and through. That's who I am. We can't forget that we didn't answer this question. <laughs> we have to finish. Anyway. Uh, we'd also, so thank you, Teva, for that you, excellent Teva. review. Um, if you'd like to leave a review, again, Talon will read it live on air. Unless I you, will read fucking anything. He says anything. I draw the line. It's hate speech. Uh, so I, there's I, if that. it comes with five stars, then throw me behind bars, is what I say. <laughs> uh, we also want to thank the incredible Rose Sherman for writing and performing our theme song. She's also a hilarious uh, comedian and illustrator. Check her out at Hey Shermie, H-E-Y-S-H-E-R-M-I-E, on Instagram. Follow her on Twitter, too, because she tweets some funny shit. She tweets some funny shit. If you have a misconnection story of your own, or if you just want to send us a personal ad to share with the world, send it to us at craigcrypod, C-R-A-I-G-C-R-I-Pod at gmail.com, or send it to any of our social media spots. Uh, Our next episode will be out in two weeks, so we'll see you two Thursdays from now. See you two Thursdays from now. Also, hire our friend Warren McHenry, still, uh, I think, out there searching for gigs. Yeah, listen to our last episode to hear his full CV. (laughs) Yeah, if you... uh, uh, you know, you want to hear more, you know, send in, send in a uh, job, peoples, uh, send in a question you want Warren to answer. And we'll put it to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'll get him to answer it live on pod. Uh, and again, keep an eye out for uh, the, I don't know if it'll be the next episode of Supod Heroes, but subscribe to Supod Heroes, friends of this pod for sure. Because um, we are going to be on the upcoming episode. and uh, Yeah, and yeah. keep your ear out for our episode with Supod Heroes uh, when they're going to come on Craig's Essential Crisis, do mm. our format. Yeah. Keep your ear close to the ground. We've got some really exciting things in development that we'll be uh, announcing soon. Yep. Uh, so make sure you listen to at least the next episode. Yeah, uh, things and are happening. Things are happening, especially if you live in the Portland area. Yep. Uh, so, tell them with that, I have one last misconnection for you to read. Uh, go for it. Okie dokie. Here we go to close out the show. Look. Looking for Miss Tenderness, Salem. If you're that Miss with Tenderness, then you should be in touch with me, because I could be your Mr. Tenderness, if just for a moment. I'm Tom Bigelow. I'm Sarah Thompson. This has been Great Essential Crisis. Crisis. I wanted Mr. Tenderness <laughs> to be a better pun. <laughs> <laughs>